Hello and welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. We're at IMAX America 2019 in Las Vegas, uh, sitting down with Elliot Ferguson, the president and CEO of Destination DC. Thank you for joining us, Elliot. Happy to be here, Tyler. Um, a lot of new things going on in Washington, DC, um, especially uh, one thing of note is the wharf uh, development. Uh, why don't you tell listeners uh, what what's going on there and what's what's coming up there? Yeah, absolutely. It, you know, I lived in DC for 18 years and I quite frankly never understood why the waterfront or the rivers were not the most uh, prime real estate and with the most unique development in our city. Um, you fast forward to 2016, a lot of that changed with the development of the wharf right on Southwest waterfront. If you're flying into Reagan National, you are recognizing where the wharf is. It's across the river, of course, from Virginia. Uh, the new wharf, uh, the first phase opened in 2018 with three new amazing hotels, about 25 new restaurants, concert venues, and a water taxi that takes you to Georgetown, uh, to other parts of DC, including Nats Park, and to Old Town, uh, Virginia, and to National Harbor. So it's been a really a big game changer for the South West Waterfront, that plus a new Hilton that opened in Southwest, the Spy Museum relocated from downtown Washington to Southwest with a campus which is three times as large as the one that used to exist, and the new Museum of the Bible uh, opened a few years ago, which is an impressive way of of showcasing how uh, the Bible influenced mankind. Um, The new Eisenhower Memorial will be opening next uh, year in Southwest as well, so what was known as a sleepy part of town with a lot of government space is now um, transforming into a unique part of our of our landscape, especially for meeting planners that are coming to the city looking for unique spaces to do events and activities. And a lot of uh, off-site event options then are coming online. You know, one of the things, Tyler, that we pride ourselves on as a destination is that we have a lot of unique venues. You know, there have been there are stories that have been written about the new rooftop venues in Washington, which have really popped up in the last few years, that have become very popular. Not just at the wharf, but um, throughout the city in neighborhoods that were not characteristically known as parts of the city where visitors would go. Uh, Union Market comes to mind, Ivy City, there are new hotels that are going up there um, that um, that will really resonate for individuals trying to find unique places to have events and activities in Washington. And uh, a really another, I guess, a couple initiatives that you guys have been working on and I guess that are bearing fruit now are the Connected Campus and Connected uh, Capital uh, programs. Um, why don't you explain to uh, listeners who might not be familiar with those um, what what they are and some of the advantages they bring to the meetings and events industry? Sure, sure, Tyler. Uh, the, the key thing for us is that as a d- destination management organization, marketing organization, our key role is to promote DC uh, leisure market, meetings market, and to that point, we've always focused on dates, rate, space, infrastructure, and how great our destinations are. Every person that does what I do will tell you that their destination is amazing, uh, and I'll do the same. Uh, but what we've really focused, we're focusing on now, is how do we look at uh, the resources, the individuals that are in Washington D.C., the industry that the city, through their economic development efforts, are looking to bring to Washington to to relocate to Washington 
expand? And how can we rely on the experts that are either already in Washington with so many associations in our backyard and the, the um, federal government um, and the type of industry, be it biotech, um, be it um, pharma, uh, and all those different disciplines and influence the meeting planner by by um, engaging individuals to meet with them when they're coming to look at D.C. and perhaps suggest some ideas for their agenda um, for in coming to Washington, as well as speakers that are in our backyard that they can rely on. The cost savings for the customer is great. The ideal pool is amazing because usually bureaus focus on f- uh, selling the city, but not necessarily the programmatic perspective of, of a destination or, or the meeting itself. So for us, it's been a game changer to the tune of 400,000 plus room nights booked in Washington because of these efforts, and we're really pleased with it. The other connected campus, looking at the convention center, looking at unique spaces within close proximity, be it there's a, an amazing church across the street from the convention center that has a conference hall. Uh, there's a Longview Gallery across the street from the convention center. These are spaces that can, that can augment the, the meeting needs of a convention that's coming, take them out of the convention center and give them a unique um, uh, um, place to have their, their meetings. And what does all this bring to the destination that, uh, you know, just in general, maybe it didn't have, I don't know, five, ten years ago? Well, the key thing for us is that um, as we're looking at the costs that customers or meeting planners are are, um, incurring when they're looking at or meeting a donation and and when they're meeting in locations, is that meeting in Washington, D.C., we are seeing more and more groups that are opting not to do shuttle uh, because we have more infrastructure, more hotels within walking distance. We have more unique venues. The metro system is expanding. It's going to expand all the way out to Dallas by this time next year and totally open. So we are fostering an environment whereas not only is it easier for the delegates to move around the city and walk to the convention center, but it's also an additional cost savings for the customer or the association or corporate piece of business that's coming to Washington. And then, of course, the uniqueness of all the new rooftop venues and a lot of the space being built in the city um, and, and some of the really cool parts of Washington that were not traditionally known as meeting destinations or, or or places to have actual hotel rooms or accommodations, that's all changing as well. So we're offering new perspectives on a city that has a rich history, plus, by the way, the seat of government for the um, for the U.S. For, for groups to consider when they're looking at our, de- our destination. Yeah, and then speaking of the uh, seat of government, um, we're heading into an election year. Um, a lot of attention is going to be on D.C., um, during that year. How do things just sort of uh, change in the city while every four years when this happens? And then, uh, of course, when it all culminates, you're going to have all these big high-profile balls and different venues and that. And uh, I think, you know, our, our listeners just may be interested in uh, how that's going to shape up. Yeah, the key thing for, you know, the, the uniqueness of the inauguration in Washington is that all of the work tied to electing a new president, which incidentally none of it takes place in Washington until the inauguration uh, or until at least the election is concluded and then we know who the next president is and then the planning, which is a very short window for someone to put together quite a bit of of activities and and movement um, in Washington. So that's when D.C. comes to life. Right now, um, nothing associated with the election is taking place, but what we focus on and the fact that we do it every four years, the fact that we are a city that's accustomed to having... uh, 
uh, individuals that require high security. There's always a plan in place to move people around. Uh, that part is easy. Um, the economic perspective of hosting the inauguration in Washington is enormous for us because January is not necessarily a, a, um, a peak month for convention business, as you can imagine, on the East Coast. So we look forward to the economic benefits of hosting the inauguration and, quite frankly, the excitement that's excited that, that's tied to um, be it a new president or a um, or re-electing a president that's in office uh, because it's just an exciting time to come to Washington. As a destination management organization, we do focus on the D.C. cool aspects, discover the real D.C., and though we appreciate the federal government, we're not necessarily showcasing or, 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 or promoting that because it's not necessarily glamorous, especially from a leisure perspective, but when it comes to the inauguration uh, and all of the activities, the city really comes to life, Tyler, and it's a, a pretty unique time to be in, in the nation's capital. Well, thank you for joining us, Elliot. A lot of fascinating stuff going on, and uh, great job with all the success. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. And thank you for joining us for this Meetings Today podcast. Head on over to meetingstoday.com. Check out our podcast section. We have a variety of uh, broadcasts with uh, various industry thought leaders, um, and we hope you enjoy them all. Uh, Have a great rest of the day. Thank you.